0: welcome back to the most exciting new podcast on the scene the extremely uninteresting podcast we are the twin brothers who are hell-bent on taking over the podcast game we're happy to have you with us i'm your host rory here is my glamorous assistant my co-host the yin to my yang mr daniel how are you doing today i'm all right (laughs) you're all right just yeah i'm all right just all right um I don't know if I can top that intro. I was expecting more to, I was expecting you to go on, be like, Oh he's the yin to my yang, the eggs to my ham or whatever the Dr. Seuss book is. The eggs to my ham, the Heinz beans to my Weetabix, you know. <laughs> Stuff like that. With topical reference. Topical banter as ever. I'm pretty proud of that intro to be honest. Like that was that was all on the fly. Just off the top of my head. <laughs> Fucking hell, you'd never know. <laughs> you'd never know. I, I could have sworn you were reading that off Teleprompter. It's just rolling off the tongue with this, f- these fire lines. The professionalism. It really is just a pinnacle of professionalism, this podcast. I mean, I really don't think anything else comes close, to be honest. Hashtag our podcast is better than yours. Indeed. Hashtag our podcast is better than yours. Follow us on Instagram at extremely uninteresting. We'll be posting behind the scenes content. Well, not really, but kind of, we'll be posting, well, it's pretty much just to say, oh, a new episode's up to the thousands and thousands of followers that we're no, go- no doubt going to rack up on the ground. Oh, absolutely. Everyone wants to see pictures of my terrible setup. That's what everyone's here for. It's the pinnacle of professionalism. If I could describe this podcast in one word, it would be professional. Is that the title of this week? Professionalism. Episode three, professionalism. The professional one. I normally just make up a random title. Well, I say normally if it's been the two and they've been pretty obvious. But yes, that's, uh, that's going to be the that's going to be the title this week. What? Royal Rumble predictions, man. How could you come up with that? It was predictions in like air quotes, though. So it was to let them know that it's kind of predictions, but also kind of not predictions. But uh, anyway, to to get on topic, even though we don't really have a topic, of course, um, we've got a bit of admin to go over from last week. So if you remember back to uh last week, as it was only four days ago, um, remember I set you the task of listening to three albums. Did you listen to those albums, Daniel? You'll be shocked to hear that I actually did. I've listened to all th- I listened to all three of them. Oh my god! I am so impressed. I know, right? It's all I listened to this week. I don't think I listened to that much this week. Like, I had my tracker and I was like, oh, I've got the new Foo Fighters album, the new Haley Williams album, and I didn't really listen to either of them. Well, I say really, I just didn't listen to either of them. So That's very disappointing. I'm going to get behind on my music listening, but that's fine. I'll get to the on, on week two. <laughs> <laughs> on week two? It's, I've been doing this for over a month, my music tracking. Oh, well. have you? Yeah, I started it at the start of the year. Oh, were those three, like, the three best of the month? Yeah, those were the three oh. best. So I listened to like 26 new releases last month For some reason I was thinking like Oh these are the best of the week But some my mind was telling me it was the first week of the year or something And I'm like It's not the first week of the year We're very much not in the first week We're in the second month We are in the second month And we are one day away from our birthday I know, it's very exciting. Can you tell from the excitement in my voice? (laughs) I'm so excited for my birthday. Mainly because I believe a little birdie has told me that I may or may not be getting an audio interface so I could finally plug in the mic that is currently underneath my desk and maybe have some better sound quality for you. I don't know. How could you possibly sound any better than you already do? My voice is just like an angel. Like, it's almost illegal how... How appealing I sound! What the fuck, dude? The banter is flowing today. Banter is always flowing. Our banter is too strong to handle. The voice got a bit shaky there. Too strong. I was laughing alright, Cut me some slack. But anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand. What did you think of the first three of the three albums that I gave you? What were they again? Uh, let me let me check what they were. One was um, fuck up by the dirty nil. No. Yeah, fuck Up by the dirty nil. I've seen all I need to see by the body and the hopeless by lonely the brave. Brave. Okay, so so what do you think? Just start with one of them. Um, and... I'll go in. I'll go in order of. Um, I don't really. There's only three. It doesn't really matter what order I do. Start I with your least favorite. My least favorite was probably um I've seen all I need to see by the body. Um, I did I actually really, I really liked all of them. I'm not gonna lie. Well, not really liked, but I enjoyed all of them. Um, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't, I was listening to it while I was, like, doing my course. So, it probably wasn't the best time to listen to it, because it was just eventually, like, man, this gets loud. It's kind of distracting, yeah. Considering I normally listen to, like, ambient drone music when, um, I'm doing it. So, it was, uh, it was interesting. Also, like, the screaming in the background of the songs, like... I told I got into my head after the first song that it sounded like Homer Simpson screaming <laughs> and I just couldn't unhear it for the rest of the rest of the fucking um album. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad or anything. It was definitely there were some moments that were disgusting on it and I was like ill, stank face and all that. There is one track I can't remember yeah. which one it is. My favorite track was They Are Coming. Is I, that the one I with speak. like the loud electrical like throbbing? I mean, it might it might well be that i think yeah. that might have been my favorite track as well there was like this loud like electrical like kind of like pulse thing they had in the back for people who don't know if they didn't l- listen to last week um which i don't know how they could have missed such a moment in podcasting but yeah yeah the entire the entirety of the world should have listened to it really seven billion plays that's what you meant when you said seven plays right seven billion yeah when i said seven plays i meant seven billion. One for each person of the world yeah, um that album I would describe it as um I guess noise metal is how I would describe it, but it's kind of like it there's definite um influence from like the kind of like doom metal and sludge metal kind of genre. So it's noise metal but it's also kind of sludgy. So it's it's definitely not for the faint of heart and it's definitely not everyone's cup of tea, but I like it. That was all right. I enjoy I mean, enjoyed is a strong word. Because I don't enjoy anything. <laughs> but it was it was alright. It, it it was decim- definitely listenable. I wasn't listening to it like, oh god, I can't wait for this to end. And then I was like, oh. Huh. It's not that long, to be fair. It's only like 30 They I mean. were all like 30-something minutes. If you sent me one that was like an hour long, I probably wouldn't have listened to it. If, if there's an album that's an hour long, unless it's like something that's really good, then I struggle to make it through the whole thing most of the time. Heartbreak on a Full Moon by Chris Brown. It's like two and a half hours long. <laughs> like even, I think, what's the longest album I've listened to so far? This year? I don't know. I don't know why I'm just, I don't know why I'm saying that. I think it was uh, like a Steve Hackett under the Mediterranean sky. It's like acoustic classical kind of thing. Fuck, you're cool. He was in, he was in some rock bands. That was like a, uh, it, it was like an hour long, hour and 10 minutes long. But it was fine background music. But uh, what would you give uh, the Body album out of 10? I'd give it like seven, I guess. About seven out of ten. Alright, first, first, I think I gave it an eight out of ten. I could see that, but nah, seven, seven seems fair. Fair enough, fair enough. That was my second favorite album of January two thousand twenty-one. So, uh, let's what move on to what your second favorite album of January two thousand twenty-one was. So, which of the three albums was your, I guess, second favorite or second least favorite, however way you want to spin it. Glass half full, glass half empty. Uh my second favorite one well it'd probably be the lonely the brave album it was it was (laughs) alright. yeah i i it was kind of like the upper mid tier is how i would describe it in terms of like most albums i've heard so far this year but it was between that okay human by weezer which now i look back on it i would probably have okay human ahead of it because i've given that a few more lessons and that's pretty fire album it was between like those two and like Sucker Punch by Yumi at Six or um, Obsidian by Blue Starly. A couple other albums I listened to, which were kind of similar sort of standards in kind of racing, but I preferred the album cover of this one, so I decided to go with that. So, what was the album cover? I don't even remember. It was like it was like a blue background with like a kind of uh, like a face in loads of different like colors, like brush oh, cool. kind of thing. It was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was an all out right album. I enjoyed it for the most part. It wasn't like setting the world alight or anything. Um Yeah, I'd agree. But yeah, um I enjoyed it. It's uh I was gonna say it's better than anything else they've done, but I've never listened to anything else they've done, so I don't know how I'd know that. My favourite song on the album was um Your Heavy Heart. Of course. Of course it was. <laughs> I could have guessed that beforehand. It might have been my favourite song out of all three of the albums, not gonna lie. That's, I think that was one of my top songs that I put in it. I think I also had the opening track, which I forget what it's called, but I had that as uh, the opening I track was um bound bound. Yeah, that was it. I really like that song. Yeah, but no, it was it was alright. I feel like I'm just I'm just describing everything as alright. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like it was alright. Yeah, this was alright. This happened. It was alright. The two I talked about were like they 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 were fine albums. I wouldn't say they were the best things I've heard all year. Which I mean, I wasn't expecting wide. them to be the best things you've heard. So yeah, they were they were, they were, were fine. I enjoyed it, for the most part. I'll give that a 7 as well, to be honest. It's a little okay. bit... I enjoyed it a little bit more, but maybe because it was more relaxed. And it had your heavy heart on it, which was a great song. It is a great song. You're a sucker for an emotional acoustic ballad, aren't you? It's because I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the reason why. That I guess, if those are your two other ones, your favourite album, which was also my favourite album, was Fuck Art by The Dirty Nail. It was indeed. Um, I loved it. It was so good. Um, when you were talking about it, you were like, oh, it's like a punk album or whatever. I don't know why that's my impression of you, but it sounded just like... <laughs> it sounds just like me. It's a punk album. I was like, yeah, I'm known for loving punk music because I don't like punk music. But yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was really like punk punk. It, a lot of it reminded me of like Green Day. To be honest, like the choruses were very Green Day. They're Kind of punk. No, they're but yeah, but like I don't think of them as like punk, punk. I think of punk as like shit, and I like Green Day. So, but yeah, it was it was it was really good. Favorite song was probably "Done with Drugs." I don't relate to it, but it was a, it was a good song. <laughs> if you did, if I did, I'd be like, yeah, man, I agree. I related to that song. Shut up. Hashtag Edge Life. <laughs> Edge for life. Oh, speaking of Edge, uh, this is something I was gonna bring up last week, but I, I, I was, I had a dream. I had a uh, dream last night. We drove out to see Las Vegas. Cut that. <laughs> but <laughs> intro. But yeah, I had a dream that I started a a vegan straight edge clothing brand, and it was called Straight Veg. But like. <laughs> What the fuck, dude? But like <laughs> V-E-D-G. V-E-D-G-E. Veg. That's actually pretty good. You should copyright that. I should, yeah. Uh, first piece of um, extremely uninteresting merch is a straight veg top. It's like one of those classic like punk tops, but it's got like the three X's, but they're made out of like carrot and broccoli and shit like that. This is a million dollar idea. Yeah, people are definitely... Good. Cut this out. People are definitely going to steer this idea. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to cut this out because no one will listen to it. But I'll trademark it beforehand. There's, there's probably a website like trademark is brand name or something. Is that website trademarked though? I don't know if it exists. I'm sure it exists. Can't you just like trademark something by just like... Like if you wanted to trademark like a band name or something, you just have to write it on a CD and then write the date on it or something like that in like pen. Well, that's what it used to do. Just write it on my whiteboard. I don't have a whiteboard. You could write it on your whiteboard, but it's my idea. Straight Veg, two K twenty one. Is this how we fall out? Because Straight Veg becomes like the next it comes the next supreme <laughs> and um you're like, It was my idea and I'm like, You don't have any proof. It's written on my whiteboard. I have it written down on my notepad, to be fair. Ah damn it. The million dollar idea has been stolen from me. I'm writing mine next to it, so there you go. Mm, I'll be sure to write mine next to it on my whiteboard, even though. But it's... seeing as we're talking about it now. Um... No. Do you really think they're going to find? Uh, they're going to be able to find this. <laughs> they have to scour the internet. I tried to set up like a Spotify, um, like track my podcasting, and it wouldn't recognize. It couldn't find it. It's too good to be recognized. That's. What... <laughs> it, was, it was really sad. There was like, there was one called like extremely independent woman or something like that. That's the only no, That's what like... I should be called. <laughs> there was a podcast which is extremely like un or oh, well, something.
1: Interesting. But it was
0: something to do with No, it was just to do with something else. Can't remember. But yeah, it wouldn't find our it wouldn't find our exceptional podcast, which was really sad. They're lost. I tried to put in like the anchor URL and it wouldn't accept that either, so I can't track how many followers we have on Spotify, which I'm sure is in the dozens. It's the reason dozens are tuning in each week. So it turns out we don't exist. No, but you know, we we should show them our nine fucking listeners for last week. Yeah, if somehow you stumbled across this podcast that doesn't exist, hopefully you stick around. Hope hopefully you're enjoying it. I don't know why you would be, but because it's the pinnacle of podcasting, Dan. This is going to take off. We're going to be rich. No one's going to be able to touch us. <laughs> that sounds a bit mad. But, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a bit sus. I'm not sure about that <laughs> No one, one could touch us in the podcast world. Spotify are going to drop Joe Rogan, and they're going to be paying us millions. Has Joe Rogan got a thing with Spotify? Yeah, that was like big podcast news. They bought the rights. They're like, they bought like the uh, exclusive rights. That's what the word is. To the Joe Rogan show. And it's like exclusive on Spotify now. They paid like $2 million for it or something stupid like that. Wow. I'm not keeping up with podcast news. That this like two years shocking, ago. But I don't listen to podcasts. So it's, it's surprising that I'm here for a podcast. I'm not going to say doing a podcast, but I'm here while a podcast is being made since I don't listen to podcasts. I once supported a podcast on Patreon for about five months and never listened to a single episode. Shout out to Lee Singer Syndrome with Shane Told. Sing with Silverstein, great podcast. Well, it's all right. I haven't listened to I've it. I've really listened to Silverstein either, to be honest. I don't remember the last time I actually listened to that podcast, to be honest. I, actually, it wasn't that long ago. I listened to the Less Les Jake episode like two, three months ago. That was good. I like Lesson Jake, but- Someone has to. A lot of people do. You should have listened to that album that came out last year. I can't remember what it was called. It came out in like December last year. I remember listening to it for the first time while I was building my Christmas puzzle. But that was a really good album. Like, it's definitely the best thing they've made since, like, Anthem in 2003. Silver Linings? Yes, that's what it's called.
1: Yeah, that's a really good album.
0: I'll be be sure to not check it out. I know you won't, but you're going to have at least three albums to check out each month. Each month? Oh, what a a task. Maybe I should do it so I recommend you... We recommend each other one thing each week. And um, then this is a very unique idea. I don't know how I've come up with it, but we get we give each other like a task each week of like, oh you have to go away and watch this show or this film or this listen to this album, and then next week you have to, uh, you know, feedback say what you think. It's a good way for us to kill about fifteen minutes where we would just be talking about rubbish or about how Phil Foden is going to win the band d'Or in a few years' time. <laughs> definitely is we talk about rubbish anyway whether we have a topic or not we will always talk about rubbish I do have Phil Foden written down on my notepad as a topic of conversation because I've always thought he was you know he's an amazing player but like that game against Liverpool he was just different gravy different gravy yeah that's the one that's the one (laughs) when you said like that's a very original idea does someone else do that I can't think of anyone I think trademark that I'll write it on my whiteboard next to Straight Veg or whatever it was called. Straight Veg, yeah, you got it. Uh, We're just coming up with fire ideas recently. Like, I, sh- I should be paid for this shit. The amount of brilliant ideas that I come up with on the daily and write them down. Well, I say that. I literally have three things, or four things rather, written down for this week's episode. One was Straight Veg, one was Dan Review of Albums, uh, Phil Foden, and then the other one I'm sure we'll get into later. But Um, I I don't think it was a very comprehensive review I gave of the albums. I said they're all right. Um, I never gave my score for the last one, did I? Oh, yeah. What would you give the last one out of 10? Give it 8.5. 8.5? It's like a light 8 to a strong. It's like a light to strong 8. (laughs) Going off the melon ratings. Yeah. I think I gave an 8. I was thinking about giving it an 8.5, but there was definitely a couple EPs that came out that I preferred over it. And I gave them 8.5, so and I don't think they're worthy of 9, so it's going to have to sit at 8. But, like, 8.25, because it was better than the Body album, which I gave an 8. But yeah, I mean, you said that I described it as punk, but I think I more, like, said that it was more like modern punk rock. Yeah, but I didn't know what that meant. You said, like, pop, and I was like, yeah, I like pop. It kind of had some, part- like when it first started and they were playing like a fucking Metallica riff or something <laughs> as the first song, I was like, what the hell am I in for? I was like, is this something that 15-year-old Dan would have jammed to? But no, it was actually really good. It wasn't Event 7-fold, so I don't think you would have jammed to it that <laughs> Oh, Event 7-fold. I still have oh, the man. Event 7-fold CDs behind me right now. Because I'm a cool chap, He says uh, turning around, so his audio is going to get a bit strange man said because I'm a cool chap. This words just came out of your mouth. I've got about 350 I think uh CDs behind me right now. And uh yeah, it's uh it's it's a cool hobby for cool people to have. But I've got about six event seven albums. How many of them are mine? Uh I think all of them are yours <laughs> but they're mine now. Well, I don't use CDs anymore cuz I'm not I'm not in the nineties. I'm not in the nineties. I was barely in the nineties. I'm a nineties kid, what do you mean? God I missed the nineties. God I missed the nineties. Oh my god. That Nirvana. Nirvana. That um Pearl Jam. Well, Pearl Jam that big? Stupid question. Yeah they were. Pearl Jam fucking suck, dude. Pearl Jam are alright, but like when you uh, compare them to like um Nirvana or um Soundgarden. Soundgardens. You suck. But yeah, I do I do suck to be fair. Nirvana are like one of the few bands I would say have a near perfect discography. And that's just because he killed himself before they can make bad albums. Um I'd say S Club Seven have got a pretty perfect discography. Steps. Five, six, seven, eight. Ariana Grande, you know. I feel like those are all artists that could compete with Nirvana. Big easy. Nah. <laughs> nah <laughs> He has some questionable material Yeah, it doesn't have any bad albums per se But he's just got some questionable material Let's play the blame game. Yeah. the hell was that? Yeah, <laughs> it was <playing> game. <laughs> uh blame uh, game uh, Samples uh Apex Twins I think it's Aphex Twins uh, song Like the piano part of it It took me way too long to realise what that was but uh yeah to avoid us going off on another tangent um that's not like us so i recommended you the albums uh this week i don't know you go first what are you what are you you gonna recommend me this week it could be an album it could be a film it could be a tv show who knows um well i've actually been thinking about this long and hard um that's mad i've actually i've been thinking about this and have been like, hmm, what could I possibly recommend you? But I've been really into Bruce Lee recently. <laughs> I don't know if you know. Um, mm. And yeah, um, he did a TV show in 1966, which is essentially a clone of Batman, just slightly less campy because it's with like gangsters and, st- and criminals instead of like supervillains. It's called The Green Hornet. He plays Kato, who's like the Asian... I don't want to say butler, but he might be kind of like a he was a suit, so I guess he's a butler. And he he fights people, and yeah, it's essentially Batman, just slightly different, and it's amazing. That that's that. You'll find out the rest for yourself. I mean, I fucking love uh, Adam West Batman. I almost said Bruce Lee Batman. That I been. think there was a crossover. There was a crossover they did at some point with Green Hornet and Batman. I might be talking shit, but I think there was. No, no, I don't think you are talking shit. I think there was one. When do I ever but... talk shit? No, everything you say is straight fact, no cap. Is that, is that the intro? <laughs> I guess it is, yeah. But, yeah, I think there was a crossover between it. Um, I've definitely heard of it. I don't think I've, I think, I don't know, I might be making it up why I say I've seen a Batman episode with Green Hornet and uh, and, uh Kato, is that his name? His, name his name? Kato? Yeah, Kato, I got that right. Yeah, Mm-mm. I think I've seen that before, but I'm just thinking, you know, the film with Seth Rogan. Oh, what a classic. Yeah. I honestly remember pretty much nothing about that film. I know that I've seen it, but I don't really remember what happened in it. Have we seen it? Yes, we've seen it. You were there. Was I? Yes. Oh. Well, it was on. It was on. Okay. It wasn't like we've seen it, seen it, but it was on. Okay, it definitely but... existed i'll make a note for next episode so i need to is how much how much of it is it? is it like a batman thing? this could even go two ways i'm guessing is it like a batman thing where it's got like a fuck ton of seasons and episodes or has it just got one season it's just one season it's All just right. got the one season um i don't know off the top of my head how many episodes it has so are they, like, similar get- length to Batman? Are they, like... Yeah, similar length. Um, it's It was on TV at the same time. So it was uh the same kind of shtick. It was one season and 26 episodes. It got cancelled way too soon because um American audiences thought it was too similar to Batman and also they hated Asian people at the time. They were like, why is this Asian man on TV not walking around, like, not being able to see stuff? Isn't this the man that did... Pearl Harbor. You know, they want they expect breakfast at Tiffany's, not Bruce Lee. I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany's? It's another, it's another option for the intro next <laughs> week. so many. We're just smacking our intros. To the, we gonna um, have 15 intros to the next week's podcast. I hope you enjoy. Or maybe one week we just don't have something good, and we could be like, oh, go back to episode three. How could we not have something good? Everything we say is a banger. Honestly, I'm like... I listen back to these episodes, um, and I'm like sometimes shocked at how funny we actually are. Oh my god, get over yourself, Jesus Christ. But, like, I was like crying with laughter multiple times. At your own jokes? Uh, mainly at my own jokes, but also at something... I find that if I was like laughing a lot whilst we were recording, then it's gonna make me laugh more when i'm listening back to it. It's like a real problem because it's really bad when I'm editing. The last episode it took me about five hours to edit it. It took me so long. There was so much to cut out because we just talked shit so much. Yeah, but like I just kept laughing and kept wanting to go back. I kept having to take breaks because my stomach was hurting. (laughs) I was like Jesus Christ, I was just not taking off. We're so funny. Is that an intentional voice crack or that, that was unintentional that just uh that happened just before we started recording i was like no, oh, damn i don't think i don't think i've really had any major voice cracks so far no but even that that was a small one
1: i could think of <laughs> at
0: least like three or four that i've had so far this episode it's bad it's real bad it's weird it's kind of weird
1: i'm still going for you puberty. used to
0: get voice cracks all the time no i don't think so but you know puberty hit me hard at the age of 20. And since then, my voice just cracks all the time. My voice, like, never cracks, so. But that's we sound cap. the same, apparently. <laughs> that's complete cap. That's not cap at all, you bastard. What do you <laughs> mean? Your voice cracks all the time. My voice never fucking cracks, does it? When does it? When? When? You look like you can't swim. That's that's the kind of energy I'm getting right now. But... What? It's, it's a meme. Go on. Oh, okay. When does my voice crack? Well, I can't think of like specific time. Give me a specific <laughs> time my voice is uh, The cracked. intro for episode one. That was on purpose though.
1: Yeah, but it's, it still counts.
0: No, it doesn't count. Okay, no, it doesn't count, but there are definitely times where your voice Nah, No, not cracked, really, I not could, really. I could think of some, nah. but like I can't give nah. you like a, oh, it nah. happened at nah. uh, nah. 21 nah. past 8 on a Thursday. It's twenty one past eight right now. If we're recording this, that's not why. Thursday though, is it, mate? It's absolutely not Thursday. <laughs> it's but Wednesday. That's not the point. If it was Thursday, we'd be older. Oh man, I can't believe how old we're getting. Can you believe that we're like we're practically dead at this point. I'm just old and decrepit. I'm surprised I can still stand. That my back and knees haven't given out yet. Yeah, I should really be married with kids at this point. I should. You know, I'm I'm gonna have like a like a midlife crisis. At the age of twenty-two, I'm like, have I done enough with myself? Uh if if twenty-two is my midlife crisis, then that's just depressing. I don't want to live that long. Forty-four. Yeah, that's way too old. Fucking cavemen had it real yo. Like they'd like, you know. The best way, the best thing to do is to go out on your own terms. Kurt Cobain, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Did you know Kurt Cobain had blue eyes? Yeah, I knew Coco Bain had blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah, one blew that way, one blew that way. <sighs> Fuck's sake. That joke doesn't really work because while we could see each other as we we're recording this, people can't see us. That is leaning back in his chair, he is howling with laughter. He is so proud of the joke that he just made. I'm not howling with laughter, but... <laughs> It's it's not my original joke. I wish it was. It's just funny. Have you ever said an original joke? Nope. Nothing about me is original. Just... Um. Didn't Hitler like maybe not kill himself though? He's still alive in Argentina at the age of like 150 or however <laughs> old he'd be at this point. I think it's like 142 or something. Not that we've looked it up before. But... Um. I feel I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say we should not go off on a tangent about Hitler. That might be a good call. I was about to say that. Uh, didn't they, like, this last thing on the subject, wasn't, like, when they, like, examined the skeleton, wasn't it, like, the head of, like, a like a teenage girl or something? The, the, the well, save this heads. for the conspiracy episode. Conspiracy episode coming soon. I was given a book of conspiracies for Christmas, so I'll root through that, find some good conspiracies. Yeah, do it. Br- Bring a good conspiracy next week, and I could uh, talk about how, how bullshit it is. Ugh. That, that could be my task for you. Like, I could have given you an album to listen to. Like, uh, what's a good album that i listened listen to? Um, the new Scarlord album I listened to the other day was, was quite good. Except for oh, uh, a lot of the songs sounded the same. That's not... No, really. That's not like Scarlord. His songs sound the same. Nah, I've seen him live three times. I can never tell when the song changed. That might have been for other reasons, but... <laughs> that, well, you can't entirely blame the artist for you being... Him allegedly allegedly um damn i've only listened to two albums in february damn with it's either scarlord or the new love album who are normally like a like a i loathed band. it to be honest they're normally like a metalcore band that is a kind of they release kind of like a atmospheric ambient album this is really quite beautiful to listen to but i i'll give you the you could listen to the new landon tours ep called front Lobe submission what front did you tool. just call me Landon Tours, Landon Towers, Tours, I don't know how to pronounce his surname. The singer of the Plot In You, where his solo work is way better than the Plot In You. The Plot In Who? You, but they he released a EP called uh, Frontal, Lowball Submission or something like that. Frontal Frontal Low Submission. It's really good. It's got fucking what's her name on it though? Gabby Hanna. Who? Uh, the Gabby show, you know. What if I'm the monster? Oh her. Fucking hell. Yeah, she's on it, which like I saw her name on the credits and I was like, fucking hell, who's Gabby Hanna? That's a name I recognise. Then I was Didn't like, RiceGum Yeah, She's <laughs> the one that got punched by Rice Gum. <laughs> fucking Rice Gum. Jesus Christ. Right. Does anyone know who Rice Gum is anymore? I barely know who he is. He's so irrelevant. I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't made a diss track on himself. <laughs> Uh, I never really knew who he was, to be honest. I knew he was um, he was Asian and a YouTuber, and he made diss tracks. That's the extent of my RiceGum gum knowledge. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was there was a Jake Paul thing he was involved in, Jake and Logan Paul with um that girl whose name I can't remember. Then he was in the, the KSI that. thing with uh that girl whose name I can't remember, and uh, yeah, that's it. Also, Sneeko made a video on him. No, there was uh, IDubs. The content. I dubs, yes, I forgot about. I watched the content cop. I never watched um, I never watched the diss track in reply to it. It was called like "fuck the police" or something. Uh, but no, I, I never watched it. I no, imagine I it was either. just as impressive as all of his other all of his other songs. He was so bad. He might still be bad. He might still be uploading. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I'll be sure to not check. His his the second we move on for this conversation, I will forget about him again. For yeah, same. Two years until I bring him up again. I don't even know why I brought him up. Why did I start talking about rice gum? I can't <laughs> remember. Um, it was like two minutes ago. Reason. Oh, it was because of Gab the Gabby Show. Oh yeah, that was it. But, and um, that was because of the Rota <laughs> diss <this> track. Who <laughs> wanted to know against the Gabby Show? That was the only reason. <laughs> I wrote a show me some fire diss tracks. I reckon I'd make a good diss track. <laughs> right, that's your task. Um, <laughs> we're forgetting Green Hornet for a week. Your task is to make a diss track on me. On you? Uh, actually, actually um, you're, you're still going to watch the Green Hornet because you need to watch the Green Hornet because it's class. You have to make a diss track on me at some at some point. You've got a mic, you've got a mini keyboard. You've got your interface. Well, you'll have your interface tomorrow, maybe. Maybe. If the little birdie was not chatting shit. <laughs> and yeah, you've got everything you need. Make a diss track on me. Okay, I'll do it eventually. we got everything we need. Yeah. It's, you a know, Day to Remember song. I don't know if you've heard it. It's alright. I, I definitely haven't. It's, people I told it. you I, I've. People say it sounds I like. I a... listen to. We keep talking over each <laughs> other. So we both paused three other and start talking to <laughs> the same time. But no, I um, I only listen to three songs from an album before it comes out. So I haven't listened to Brick Wall yet either. Oh, okay. My friends are degenerates. That, I Cut still that. think that's probably <laughs> the weakest song on the album, Degenerate, so far. Is Rescue Me on the album? No, it was originally going to be, but no, it's not. Oh, maybe I haven't listened to three songs from the album then. <laughs> Degenerate. what's come out? Degenerate- Degenerate- oh! Mind... Mind Reader. Is it Mind Reader? I thought it was Mind Hunter. No, Mind Reader. Oh, I remember that song well. Mind Hunter? Isn't that a Netflix show? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, Mind reader is probably my favorite song of the album so far. Nah. Resentment. Resentment is fire too. I've liked every song from the album so far. Like, I'm actually really excited for it, to be honest. Um, I'm sure it'll be. I, um, yeah, it's a day to remember. So I'm sure it'll be listenable, even if they have made us wait like two years. I remember seeing them at um fest, uh, well, Reading Festival, um, 2019, when they first unveiled the name of the album and that it was being released on what October 15th or something, or November, something? 17th, or November. November. Okay, cool. Um, and here we are, over a year later, and the album still isn't here.
1: <laughs> March
0: 8th is coming out, I believe. Allegedly at least the artwork's good (laughs) it took over a year to make so it better have been fucking good the artwork is class to be fair like i can understand i could genuinely well i still can't say that i think that took over a year to make but i genuinely think the artwork is really fucking good like i might get that tattooed on my face instead of the homesick album cover on your face on my face yeah like really small next to your eye yeah just a little how small would those needles have to be no, stop- you're looking like you're really think- seriously thinking about that. I'm seriously thinking about getting the homesick, like, bloke, like, under my eye. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> you ought to get in a day to remember tattoo on your face. Yeah, I'll be the coolest of the cool. No, you fucking nonce. All well, my friends will think I'm cool. All your friends are degenerates anyway. I'll make my stand right here with my friends. My friends still stand behind me. My friends come first, that's the bottom line. <laughs> Various other friend references in do To Remember songs. It's kind of mad that After, you- After, oh, you put me through, my friends still say true. That was it. Um. That that's an obscure one. That's off the first Yeah, album. I don't even know what that is. I've never heard that before I think it's life. off 1958. So I you, think, you think it is off. You know exactly what it's off, then don't pretend. No, I actually don't. I am- Oh, God what the is called oh well well that's that's my task for myself after this i need to listen to the first day to remember album again do i have a task no. yet did you set me a task oh no i didn't um well one of them is to bring a conspiracy theory pick out a conspiracy theory that i wouldn't have heard last time aliens or, or built would... the titanic <laughs> aliens built the titanic i just made that i meant to say pyramids but for some reason i said titanic um uh... Those two things are very similar. I mean, they both had a lot of dead people. They did both have a lot of dead people. Um, my task for you is to fuck. So, I'm not sure about that one, mate. <laughs> it's a it's it's a lockdown. Um, I don't think I don't think that's legal. You have to wear a mask if you do. I believe. <laughs> but if you're doing it do it wear a mask and if not do it with someone in your household i believe was the uh was the um the advice that was given i was like that's a bit sus that's a bit sus Man's give it out alabama vibes <laughs> but yeah um if that's the task i mean i could try get some sneaky links in there but no promises um okay let's let's go with something a bit more a bit more plausible All right, um. <laughs> I said you could listen to the Landon Tour's EP, but that's only oh. an EP, it's like 16 tracks long. I gave you 26 episodes. Where can I even watch The Green Hornet? Um, You can watch it on um, legal websites. 100% legal websites. Dana White will pop up behind you and be like, what are you doing? It might well be on YouTube. You have to... It is on YouTube, actually. Oh, yeah, is it? it oh, is. sick. Yeah. That which is a legal site, I would like to remind you. It is a legal site. Now, I need to think of something for you to watch. I I want to say like a film, but I can't think of any good films. No Holds Barred. You could watch No Holds Barred or something like that. wondered how long it would take us to get onto wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, in like the podcast groups I'm in, with like Promote Your Podcast groups, which it's basically just people like being like, oh, follow for follow. Which is kind of pointless, because they're never actually going to listen to your podcast. But it feels like 95% of the podcasts in there are wrestling podcasts. It seems like there are so many wrestling podcasts, and I'm sure all of them are just as unfunny as the last. Sorry to the audience who have come from there who make terrible <laughs> wrestling podcasts. But if you do, you've got to stretch out. You've got to be doing something else. You've got to stretch out? Do you mean branch out? <laughs> That's what I said. You just mis- <laughs> No, that's not. A st- you gotta stretch out, man. You gotta stretch out. You gotta be doing more with yourself, to be honest. You you gotta be more loose. Hmm. Hmm. That sounds mad. <laughs> but let's not go with no holes barred. Let's go with um. Santa with muscles, <laughs> or some other Hulk Hogan. You know what? Since I'm, you're giving me a classic, somewhat superhero thing to watch. I'm gonna give you two options. You could either go with something a bit more sort of like culty, noir kind of thing. You could either watch Dick Tracy, which I don't think you've seen, but I really like that film. Or you could watch Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> those are your two options. Uh, and I don't want you to tell me which one you're going to go with. But Alright, we'll do, we'll do. I was not expecting Howard the Duck. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to have to watch both those films over the next week as well to give myself an understanding of Remember what happens in both of them? Because I've seen them both. Um, that's sick. Then you can review them when I inevitably don't watch them. <laughs> you'll watch them, but you'll be like, oh, remember that fucking that fucking thing that happened with the thing? And then this thing? And because I haven't seen the films in a while, I'll be like, I haven't got a Scooby what you're talking about, mate. But if I've seen them fairly recently, I'll be like, oh yeah, that's the part where the duck fucks the girl, which is very strange. Sorry, what? <laughs> uh, you'll understand when you watch the film. But, um, um, it's like I'm giving sure me Sonic 06 vibes. Oh, God. What a film. film. Film? What a game. What a game. Damn it. I don't think I've no, ever played that game. I was... Did you ever watch the Sonic film, by the way? No, I didn't. It was, um, it killed about an hour and a half. I'm sure it was fine. But... I watched it, um, for free. So, not even for free with tickets like my shift ended and um just walked into the screen because there was a meeting an hour and a half after my shift finished so i just watched that film (laughs) that's what i would have done to be fair if i if i had my place of work be at a establishment that shows films i would definitely just at the end of my shift stroll on into a, a random screen and just be like oh this is a thing i'll watch this well... I would have seen so many films. I miss going to the cinema, man. Yeah, same. I don't know what I miss most about it. Hmm, probably getting paid. I miss watching films in the cinema. Like, I've, but for some reason, whenever I watch a film in the cinema, it makes it so much more emotional to me. You're just an emotional boy. I get so, like, tearsome. Like, when we watched Dunkirk in the cinema. Like, yeah, that film was kind of sad, but it felt like the whole time I just had a, a solitary tear strolling this uh, rolling down my face the whole time I just kept crying and I was like it's not even sad this like Harry Styles would cover the screen and just be like I'd be like fuck you you fucking idiot and then I would be like oh me. So don't I'd remember cry. that scene in the film but he was a bit of a prick wasn't he in the film Harry Styles I only saw it in the cinema once and I'm, I I wasn't that fussed by it if oh. you remember because you, you all came out Um, congratulations on that by the way thank you um, you all came out of the film um, and were like, oh, that was so good. What did you think? I was like, it was all right. I don't know. I wasn't that into it. You were just like, oh, it's not as good as 1917. Which hadn't come out yet. <laughs> we were like, what's that? And you were like, no, I'll give it a few years. It wasn't, it is not as good as 1917 though. 1917 is incredible. I haven't seen it. I'm just a, I'm just a bit of a snob. You are a I bit guess. Of a snob. I was like, ew, Christopher Nolan. Ew. Christopher Nolan makes the best films. No, he most certainly does not. Uh, Dark Knight Trilogy. I'll give you one of them. I'm trying to think of other Christopher Nolan films. Did he do Inception? Inception? Yeah. Yes. Inception's class. That's probably his best film. It's, to be fair, I've not seen it. <laughs> Which is kind of mad, because I, I, I don't know. It just seems like a kind of film I would have seen, but I just haven't. Uh, Memento. The Prestige. Oh, fucking hell. Literally my favourite film. I forgot to mention that he did The Prestige. You don't know who directs your favorite film. It's no, I tragic. thought it was, but I just didn't say it because I didn't want to say, oh, he did The Prestige and then Google it and be like, oh, no, that was, um, I don't know, Joe Johnston or something like that. Who? I think he directed The First Avenger. So I don't know. It's not quite the same. I know who directed my favorite film. What's your favorite film? The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, uh, who directed it? Jim Sharman. Jim Sharman. Okay. But it's a, it's a, um, it's a Richard O'Brien thing. He, I don't know who he directed wrote it my favourite film. You just I, told I me. Know, no, but I don't know who directed Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> I will look it up. To be fair, if, like, <clears throat> complete tangent. That's not like us. Iceland Kills released a new song. <laughs> this is turning into a, a scene music podcast this week. But Iceland Kills released a new song, Can't, which was a cover of Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. My brain was instantly like, hold on, Conjuring 2. Are they going to have a song based on The Conjuring? Probably not, but that's what my brain went to. But I'd love to see them do something like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Because it would be kind of, they did Silent Night, Deadly Night. So Killer Clowns is kind of on the same level of Goofy, but it's like good Goofy. To... Well, more Goofy, but... Well, he <laughs> Oh, can you see into my eyes like open doors? What a terrible, goofy impression. <laughs> but, oh, can you see into my eyes like, like open doors? Please okay, down. That. Yeah, that, that, that might need to get cut. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, um... Killer Clans Space has a fucking phenomenal soundtrack. Like, it's got such a good soundtrack that there was a fucking... Uh, petition for them to release the soundtrack on CD or have like a physical release of it like 20 years after it came out so there's a physical release of the soundtrack and it's so fucking good that I'd love to see them do a song based on it but it was so know. aggressive it's, it's so <laughs> fucking good slabs table it's so fucking good man killer Cloud's about a space dude you got to watch it i know you see uh, it it was steven Chiotto. what's the name of the person it's a, it's a good name. Well, it, it's spelled S T E F H E N, so it might be pronounced Stefan, but I see that as Stephen. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Stephen. But... And Chiodos spelled like Chiodos, but without like the, the S. band. Yeah. Like Cheetos. Chiodos, as you used to unironically refer to them as. I pronounce every band's name wrong. It's a real problem. Like there are so many things that I... Saliva. There are so many things that I pronounced wrong, and then I learned like years down the line that I pronounced it wrong the whole time. Like there's a po- Pokemon called Gulpin, and for some reason I've always called it Gloppin, ever since we had the cards. And there's so many ones like that, <laughs> that I'm just it's like... Like the Samaroon. <laughs> the Samaroon, yeah, the Samaroon from the fucking uh, James 007 Bond Nightfire. Nightfire. Yeah, it says Samurai, it absolutely does not say Samaroon. So, uh, we would always refer to it as the Samaroon when we were young. It's fucking read. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know why it was samaroon. But I when we played that game again, I found it really difficult to refer to it as the samurai. Yeah, I was like, this is no, this is the samaroon. It's a fucking class weapon. This is a that's a that's one for our gaming channel when we start it. (laughs) Oh, for God's sake! Like I've said before, when you said we start a Let's Play channel, like I barely show up to this podcast every week. You think I'm gonna show up for Let's Plays? I mean. I, I'm sure I could carry it by myself. I'm a pretty entertaining guy. But mm. I feel like it would be better if you were there. Mm. Is anything better with me in it? E- everything is better with you in it, I'd say. Therapy session. <laughs> Welcome back to the therapy session. I was thinking about, like... Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I was thinking about something. <laughs> Fucking dynamite. Oh my god. <laughs> We'll be taking over the podcast game in no time <laughs> fucking inside like that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I honestly, I honestly, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Oh man. I don't, I don't know what happened. I, I just started talking. and oh, <laughs> We've lost him. We've lost him. Oh my God. There you go. This is the moment. Like I was talking about earlier, we just like crying with laughter. That's the moment. <clears throat> Normally I would like, I've, in the last couple of episodes, I would have cut something like this, but I feel like I should leave this in. This is pretty good. This is fucking dynamite <laughs> stuff. This will have us winning a podcast award in no time. Yeah. Speaking of dynamite, um, it's Wednesday, so it hasn't happened yet, but you excited for dynamite? I, I am excited, for I'm <laughs> Fucking hell. Can I buy a valve? I am excited for Dynamite. I can't think of any um, any matches. Off top now. As it. long as Taekonte has Ty Conte has a match, then I'm good. I think she does. I think they have a women's division. Um they're doing like a tournament thing. And she's definitely in it. So maybe that will kick off next uh, tomorrow or today. And uh Yeah. Maybe we'll get her versus um I don't know, Rio or, or the, um, the Beast, whose name I can't remember. Um, Nyla Rose or something like that. Maybe. But yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um, Fucking Kenta showing up last week. I, I marked out. I marked out as well. I was I was like hand on head, like jaw agaped, flabbergasted is the word that I would use to describe myself. I was like, oh, holy shit. You know, I like kind of marked out, like flung my arms around and everything. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he'd be able to he was able to travel. Probably isn't, but you know, the pop it, it was too good of a moment to not have him travel, so they snuck him in. What is it Don Callis said on commentary? Like when he came out. Um he said something on the lines of like, Oh, it's mad that we're always here to see it when stuff like this happens. Yeah. <laughs> and Jim Ross was laughing for the rest of the show. <laughs> uh uh-huh. uh. The... It's crazy. It always happens like during this exact time, this week. Like none of the re- none of the wrestlers like get into fights so or altercations or anything any other day. It's mad. It's actually mad. The Dynamite and that uh, commentary team is so good. Like those three, those three have such good cool. banter with each other that that's one of the main things that I prefer from AEW over um, NXT because yeah, they got Wade Barrett on NXT right now and. Um, Beth Phoenix and the guy whose name I can't remember, who's just got a... Tom Phillips? No, it's not Tom Phillips, it's some guy over... The guy who used to be on 2 or 5 Live, it's like a Uh generic announcement name. I don't know isn't it? Those three are fine, but they just don't have the same rapport as um, uh, Excalibur, Don... Not Don Cap, Excalibur... You fucking stupid. Fucking hell. (laughs) Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, and JR have, so... Telling me WWE don't have announcers as good as JR, that's mad. I would I would say Excalibur's actually the best of the three, to be honest. Yeah, I'd say so. Because I'm a Mark. Excalibur is like he's like the one for the indie guys. Like he'll say stuff, and then JR and are uh, like, "What the fuck did you just say?" I found I found it kind of sad when he referred to um uh, the gun stun as a cutter because he used to always call it an Ace Crusher in um mm. in uh uh P-P-W-G. I was like, no, call it an Ace Crusher. <laughs> What, did you call it an ace crusher again? Johnny Ace. Oh yeah. Johnny Ace. John Lo John Laurenidas for Johnny Ace. Yeah. It. John had it as his finisher, so he would always refer to it as an ace crusher. Whereas WWE stands would obviously say it's an RKO. I'm like, nope, diamond cutter. It's it's an ace crusher, then it's a diamond cutter, then it's an RKO. I would normally refer to it as a cutter.
1: If I see if
0: it's not Randy Orton doing it, I'll call it a cutter. If it's Randy Orton doing it. Which, you know, is probably the way it should be called. Randall Keith Orton. Isn't it Kenneth? No. It's Keith. Sure it's Ke- no, no sure it's Keith. Keith. No. Yes. It's Randall Kenneth Orton. No, it's Keith. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Googling this right now. This is content. Randy Orton. Rand. Fuck off. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Never doubt me. Never doubt me. I'm so smart. Hmm. You have your moments sometimes, but I did have something written down for what we were going to do today, but I feel like that's going to take like 20 minutes to half an hour at least. And we're already at like an hour and things. So I guess I'll leave that for next week, but we could try and speed for it. No, it's, it's too good to just, it's too good (laughs) to speed through it. It's, it came, it was like an idea that I had that it's another one of my incredibly unique ideas. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it was. But I was trademark. I was on like a I was on a call with some friends the other day and I don't believe that for a second. I know shocking, right? And uh, they're they're American and they were saying something about American states. And I was saying something about UK constituent counties. It was a riveting conversation. But they then asked I then was set myself to a challenge of naming all fifty states. Which took me I wrote them all down. It took me a long time, but I got them all with minimal help i'd say well as minimal as i could get away with so from that i was looking around an american map and i came up with some funny some some good ideas so we'll do that next week i'm sure you're on the edge of your fucking seat right now just like oh my god how could he leave us hanging like this this is the worst cliffhanger since the end of that tv show where the bus is on the edge of the road which i can't remember what it (laughs) is that's from the italian job bro that's That's not a tv show it's the film okay and then Michael Caine says, I've got a brilliant idea. And then it ends. What the fuck was his idea?
1: I don't know if I like,
0: like, cliffhanger endings when there is no cliffhanger. Uh, yeah. Well, when there is no, like, um, respite. Not respite. Um, repute, I guess, is the word. Fuck. Which it may or may not be, I'm not sure. But when they don't... I don't think I've ever heard that word before. No, you know when they don't, like, when they set up a cliffhanger and then they it, you don't get anything else from it. It, like, happened at the end of Reaper. Because everyone's seen that show, but at the end of season two, it ended on uh, on a cliffhanger, which I won't say what what it is for thousands and thousands who wanna maybe watch Reaper one day. It's a really good show. I recommend it. But if you were to put a like a Venn diagram of people in the world, what percentage would fall under the category of listeners to an <laughs> extremely uninteresting podcast and wants to watch Reaper? How many do you think would make it into that? Oh, it's gotta be at least like fifty percent of the population. Yeah, 50. I I think that's. I, I don't know. I think that's a little low. A little low. Mm. There's definitely the entirety of China. <laughs> don't really have reasons. I just feel like like seven, seven uh, percent. Yeah, that's what it is. Isn't it? One seventh of the population yeah. of this floating rock we call Earth. Nice Enter Shikari reference. Thank you. I said this is a scene podcast, isn't it? This it's all about the alternative music scene. This ain't a scene. It's, it's a an God arms damn. race. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when they used to censor goddamn on fucking Kerrang? and I chimed uh, and... in. What oh, that was buzz. But what was I saying? <laughs> you were talking about Reaper having a cliffhanger. Oh yeah, I was saying how like um I don't. Like some people i'm sure like having a cliffhanger i mean reaper's a bit different because it was orig- it was going to have something else happen but then it got fucking cancelled the endings that i'm like a sucker for is like i'm a like absolute sucker for a twist ending but it's like a twist ending that i don't see coming like um i'm sure we could throw out some names here but we won't say exactly what happens in them can we throw out some names I mean if they're old then I suppose. So like uh I'll say this quietly because I know someone's in the other room and I want to watch everything. Like uh like usual suspects or um the cabinet of Doctor Caligari or something like that. That's a that's a niche. That's one. A, that's an old one. That's a really old one. Or Black <laughs> or Planet. Shutter of Island. <laughs> Shutter Island, which is the the sequel to <laughs> cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Caligari. It literally is. When we watched um Caligari and we were like, This is fucking Shutter Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the same. But yeah, a twist ending like that, where well, I don't see it coming and it's like jaw on the ground, I'm like, fuck no, it there's, th- there's nothing better than a really, really good twist. But then there's really, really shitty, stupid twists that are just shitty and stupid. Are you going to throw out some, uh, some examples? You've got to, because I can't think of ones, but I'm sure there is ones. There's a film called Remember Me, with Robert Pattinson Not seen it. and it just seems like a I think it's just like a random rom-com uh, I don't give a shit if I spoil it so I'm going to spoil it um, and yeah at the end of the film it turns out that Robert Pattinson is he's in 9-11 he's in the Twin Towers where they get hit by a plane and that's the twist I have and it's heard just that, yeah. really really fucking stupid <laughs> that is really really dumb <laughs> I'm trying to think of other like terrible twist endings. Um, M Night Shyamalan's got a, got a few. Yeah, but I can't think of any of them. Village. See, I don't think I've seen the village. Oh, I won't say anything. Or maybe it doesn't have a twist. <laughs> maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't have a shit twist ending. I mean, it's an M Night Shyamalan film. So. there's got to be somewhere they're like they're dead the whole time and then they will Or like a uh, robot monster. Which is another really niche one. You know, was that a dream or was it? Where he like. It's the kid had fallen over and hit his head and it was all a dream where it was like a post-apocalyptic world where they had these robot monsters which was like a man in a gorilla suit with a bucket on his head. You must have seen this film. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've not seen the film, but I know, I know of the film. Okay, yeah, so at the end where he's like, it turns out that the kid had just fallen over and bumped his head and it was all a dream. It was like, oh, was that a dream or was it? It's like, fuck off. Just seriously, fuck off. Um... The nun had a pretty good ending. The nun did but. have a good end. I actually really liked that ending, where it was like it was where it was Frenchy, the guy from um, The Conjuring. They were talking about. Yeah, that was really good. That was really it was good. was really good. I don't remember. It wasn't that good of a film. No, it was entertaining. It passed the time, but that ending was really good.
1: That was really good. That ending was
0: the best part of the film. That was all we were talking about. No, the best part of the film was when they fucking. when the nuns went fucking flying. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) When they were like, oh no, the demon's getting too strong. Send in the nuns. And a bunch of nuns like storming, like marching in formation like fucking stormtroopers. And they all get on their knees and start praying really hard. And then they. and it's like explosion happens and they all go fucking flying (laughs) across the room. That was the best part of the film. That was was incredible. I don't remember. I remember going to see the nun. I remember it was because I was sad. Um, which that that's not that's not like me, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I needed cheering up, and man, it, it, it did a great job. It did a great job. The other people in the cinema must have been so annoyed at us because there was just... like two people. <laughs> there wasn't. There was like fifteen people in there other than us. Oh, was there? Yeah, there was quite a lot of people in there. It was only a, it was only like a week or so after the film had come out, so. There was like 15-20 people in there, and the when they were like the background music of like the monks like humming. It so sounded like to... fucking Monty Python. Yeah, so we just, they would just be doing that, and we'd just look at each other and just pretend to smack ourselves in the face with books and stuff. Oh man, we were fucking creasing I'm sure everyone was loving it as we were like rocking back and forth, howling with laughter. We weren't howling. We were trying to like. <laughs> Obviously, we're we're very very English, so we're trying to keep it as silent as possible during a film but it's like man (laughs) it's (laughs) difficult during really bad horror films even though i wouldn't say the nun was really bad it certainly wasn't good but well it i i I guess its intention is to be scary so it probably was really bad because i thought it was brilliant because it was so funny yeah there was but man there was like decent moments in it where i wouldn't say they were particularly scary it's like one of those films one of those modern horror films like the the annabelle films or um, Curse of La Lerona, where, which are all part of the same universe, so it's strange that I with them. But they just rely on jump scares, and that's their sole source of scariness. Like, I find psychological horror so much scarier than just, like, loud noises thing in your face. Because, you know, it's kind of, like, it's kind of cheap, you know? It's... And... I don't know if there's one thing Rory isn't, it's cheap. Exactly. I'm worth a million fucking dollars right now. Starting this podcast, straight veg, um, various other ideas that I've had. That that idea we're going to be doing next week. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. There was something else I mentioned earlier. Oh, Oh, maybe it was just um, having a thing that we, uh, go off and and do. uh... Yeah. What am I? Oh yeah, I remember. Never mind. You have to either watch fucking or Howard the Duck. You can watch both if you want. I'm going to watch both. I don't want to. (laughs) Okay. Good. But uh, I don't know, I think, actually I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say which one you watch. I've got the Green Hornet to watch, I don't know if I watch the full season, depending how good it is. I feel like it's just going to make me want to watch Batman, so I might watch like five episodes and then go and watch Batman instead. I do have the full box You're set. Really cool. No, I have the full box set. No, you now. don't. Is it in your house right That's now? That's a good point. It is mine though. <laughs> not anymore. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. There are a few things in this house which technically were yours. A few. There's a few. I can think of at least 75. (laughs) Exactly. Like I said, house. I live in a house, don't I? I live in a a 400,000 pound house in the middle of of Hampshire. Well, straight veg has taken off. Soon, I'm telling you. Straight veg. It's, It's a million pound idea. Um... Maybe a £10 idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, a million's quite a lot. Are you sure this doesn't already exist? Uh, No. Were you inspired by that advert? Which is like, how to create a popular skating brand. Just have a logo that looks good on anything. Um, no. Is that, is that a Skillshare advert? No, that's oh, a I'm Squarespace. Fine. Oh, okay. Straight veg. If it doesn't have an Instagram account, it doesn't exist. Oh, fuck. Maybe it does. <laughs> oh, no. This is the twist ending. This is our twist ending. Nah, no, I don't think this is, a, this is a clothing brand. Promoting a sober and compassionate lifestyle. I also write songs in yell for... Oh, he's in a band called Warm Hugs. They're a straight-edge hardcore band. Uh, This person... His account is called Straight Veg, but it doesn't look like he makes any straight veg things. Look at his fucking mustache. It's got, got a-, a wet wipe. He also- <laughs> I wouldn't say that, look at the size of him, he would beat the shit out of us. But, yeah, this guy, he, he seems big, he seems uh, he seems vegan, he seems straight edge, but I'm not seeing any straight veg clothing things here. Well, I don't know if he's straight edge, because he- it, it looked like he was- Straight underscore veg underscore carrot. Uh, these people aren't really- they're, they're not straight veg clothing ba- brands, like mine's gonna be. She looks like my friend. If these people start stepping out their lane and start saying how straight veg was their idea first, I'll be like, no. Wow. Way to put them in their place. That'll be the end of that conversation. And speaking of the end of that conversation, we're coming up on... uh, The recording is almost an hour and 15 minutes, so we should probably call it here so I don't spend five hours editing again and uh, completely ruin my my Friday. Won't ruin it, it was a fun time, but... Are you not going to do any editing tomorrow? Uh, I don't think I'll do anything tomorrow. I might do a bit this evening, for like half an hour or so, just to start getting, start getting it underway. Yeah, we should probably call this a day now. So we probably wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Have you got anything you want to say to the to the thousands, to the millions and millions? Um, no. I feel like every. I feel like I I know what I'm about. They know what I'm about. Nothing more needs to be said. You know? I respect that. I respect that. Um, all I've got to say is make sure you follow us on Instagram at extremely uninteresting for all the latest and greatest um, behind the scenes footage. If you want to see what Dan's setup looks like that we talked about last week, that will be up on the the Instagram as I said at extremely uninteresting. I'm not going to spell it out for you because you can't spell it. <laughs> Literally, off yeah. the top of your head. Off the top of my head, that's a lot of syllables. There's a lot of letters, and it's a lot of syllables. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you, as always, next Friday, 1pm uh, GMT. Don't miss it. We're taking over the podcast game. We cannot be stopped. Join us for a ride.